So I have my square of chocolate and I have my chai. And I think it's the perfect time to start the recording. So what is lace and cupcakes when I'm not even eating a cupcake? I'm eating a piece of chocolate for crying out loud. Well, I figured I'd create this podcast in order to give another form of media out, like to create a new form of media for fellow people who wear Lolita fashion, especially as regularly as I, I do. And I wear it at least once a week, usually twice a week, and that's on weekends. Um, I suppose I'm getting ahead of myself there. Um, so Lolita fashion is a, a type of street style that originated in Japan uh, around Harajuku and was very like much stemmed from visual K-bands, which is a type of music uh, genre. And I don't really listen to much Visual K. I do have listened to some Devil Oof and some Mook and have I listened to any others really? Maybe a little bit here and there, but nothing like extensively. That said, it has stemmed from there and as other styles have emerged from like EGL or Elegant Gothic Lolita. We now have sweet and classic, and a lot of those styles are also inspired by Victorian-era fashion, especially, like, the fashion meant for younger children. That said, Lolita fashion is not a fashion for children, actually. It's more, much more meant for adults, although there are some children that wear it, and it does attract, a like, a teenager type of aesthetic, but not most teenagers, a lot of us weirdos. Um, I said I'm no longer a teenager, those days are long behind me, but I was one of those weirdo teenagers, although I didn't get into Lolita fashion until after I became, like, I, after I became more self, uh, less self-conscious, started to work my way through that and embrace my own femininity. And in fact, that's kind of what Lolita fashion is all about, like, it started I forget exactly where I read this. I'll have to hunt it down. But Lolita fashion, for a lot of people, was essentially a rejection of Japanese uh, feminine ideals. For instance, they, like, up until, like, I think, I think into the 80s, and even then there's still, like, some of this that goes on, it was expected that as a woman, you were a child, then you grew up and got married, and you became a mother and a homemaker and all that. So Lolita fashion was, in a sense, a way to rebel against that. It was a way for people to, for young women especially, to refuse to, like, grow up like that, you know, to, I don't know how to describe it, I'm, Polar and I were discussing this yesterday, and she words things so much more articulately than me. And we, 
Polar and I actually had a podcast, and we'll probably pick it up here and there and do episodes and stuff too. Uh, it's called Oh My Bloomers, and we were talking about like different things in regards to Lolita fashion, but we haven't recorded an episode in, I want to say, nearly a year at this point, maybe a little less, and we just haven't gotten around to it. So I decided to start my own because I really do love to listen to podcasts and there's not one for me out there that I've found. And I'm sure there's plenty of other of you guys out there too. So, hi. Feel free to send in a voice memo. Um, if you don't want to be addressed by your real name, you know, just use a pseudonym or don't leave a name. So why, um, you might be wondering why I am doing a podcast by myself about being a lifestyle Lolita. And you might also be wondering what a lifestyle Lolita is, especially if you've never heard of Lolita fashion before and you looked it up as a result of me describing it to you. Now, also, I do want to clarify that Lolita fashion is not in any relation to nymphette fashion. And Lolita fashion has nothing to do with the book by Nabokov because it's two very different things. So, anyway. <laughs> I generally wear Lolita fashion once, usually twice a week on weekends. And that doesn't, like, that counts me out of the category of quote-unquote daily Lolita. That's somebody who wears Lolita as just their everyday wear. My friend Polaire actually fits into the daily Lolita category because she has a job where she can wear Lolita to it. I, on the other hand, am not because I work a job where it would be dangerous, actually, if I tried to wear Lolita and, uh, and like, Aside from the potential for death, um, just getting snagged on things and just the general chaos, and I would not want to get my dresses grimy. I'm a machinist by trade, in case you cared. <laughs> but that said, it pays for my obsession, so who am I to complain? I'm certainly not. I do enjoy it very much, but as a result, it does put limitations on how often I can wear the fashion. Now, I can change into it after work and go and go out the, throughout the rest of my day, but if I'm just going straight home or if I have class, like there's no time or there's no real point because when I get home, I'm just going to get into pajamas because that's what I like to do. As an aside, I also wear what is known more as casual Lolita and casual Lolita has kind of changed. We had this period called the back in the period of like OTT Suite, which I think was about 2010 to 2015. Don't quote me on that. Um, I'm just speaking like I'm I'm not like pulling out my books and checking online and everything as a record. I'm just kind of carrying on because I want to give a little background before we get into the meat of just the general type of episode, which, yeah. Nowadays, casual Lolita, 
people tend to think of wearing a blouse with a Lolita skirt and the tea parties and tights and basically the basics of a Lolita coordinate as casual Lolita <laughs> from just the things I've seen when in reality like when you look to older Lolita like older Lolita fashion Casual Lolita tends to be more like cut sews with, like, you know, just a much more comfy version of Lolita. And especially since I tend to do a lot of shopping and stuff when I wear Lolita, or, you know, it's just a lot of hassle dealing with, like, heels or that type of stuff. I have a pair of, like, very pastel sneakers that I do wear with Lolita, um, but I wear it casually as opposed to... Like, if, obviously, if I'm going to a photo shoot, I'm not going to be wearing sneakers. Like, the last time I wore Lolita to a photo shoot, it was to, um, I wore my work boots, but that was for a post-apocalyptic themed photo shoot, as opposed to high fashion, which I wore, I think, Mary Jane's to that one, to that other shoot. So I've, I've actually done three instances of modeling with Lolita, but that's completely, like, a side thing. I, I just wear it, so, you know, like, that last one, it was like someone in the area was like, oh, hey, I love your fashion. So, I, yeah, I'm carrying on. But, Grace, you haven't even gotten into what... A lifestyle Lolita is. If you're a complete newbie, yes, I totally get it. So you, you might think, well, if you wear it daily, wouldn't you be a lifestyle Lolita? Not necessarily, but I think it still counts in that essence because you are wearing it every day. But a lifestyle Lolita is generally someone who tries to incorporate elements of Lolita fashion into pretty much every day of their life. For instance, it can be the decor of their home as a whole. It can be their hobbies. It can be, like, what types of foods they cook. All that sort of stuff plays into it. So, like, some lifestyle Lolitas might consider French cuisine, like, the height of Lolita fashion because it has that air of elegance, especially if they wear classical Lolita. Whereas a sweet Lolita might consider eating tons of sweets all the time, basically giving ourselves diabetes, <laughs> and worshipping J Japan and anime, that kind of thing, as a lifestyle Lolita type of aesthetic. A gothic Lolita, any, like, you know, more dark and morbid sort of stuff. I'm <laughs> like, it's what kind of really relates to the fashion, especially the styles that they wear. So me because I wear sweet with a hint of bittersweet, um, like, which bittersweet Lolita is just a play, like, it's a spin-off of sweet Lolita. It is not an actual full-on style. It is a sub-style of a sub-style, because Lolita fashion is the style. The gothic, classic, and sweet are the sub-styles, and then anything else stemming from those are branches off of that. So, I wear a lot of uh, bittersweet because I also live in a travel trailer, so it's rather small, and so with a dirty job, I have to ha be able to wear blouses that can hide stains and will also, like, you know, multifunctional as possible. 
So the things that really stand out in my wardrobe are the like the footwear, tights, uh, skirts, and my crinoline and petticoat, that kind of stuff. So those are the things that don't overlap, but I do try to make the tops overlap as much as possible because I have a few pairs of like identical black jeans and that's just what I wear during the week because work. <laughs> so, but yeah, and like my hobbies and like my decor, those are all things that I try to lolify as much as possible because I just love it. It makes me happy. It brings a certain joy, you know, it sparks joy. Like as Marie Kondo would like say, if it doesn't spark joy, what's the point? So, yeah. So get to the point, Grace. What is the purpose of this podcast? So, obviously I've explained the background of Lolita Fashion. Just a really quick, short background. And what the different types of substyles of people who wear the fashion and take the fashion more seriously than just going to a community to a meetup or a convention every now and again <clears throat> and so now i want to get to the point um i would really like to share the things that i'm doing that makes my life more in the lolita fashion aesthetic because i, I mean friends comment on it pretty often even if they like aren't into Lolita fashion at all and then turn around and so I just think it would be really nice to share those things that I'm doing and I would also really really like to share the things you guys are all doing and learning more about the lifestyle like different lifestyle Lolita hobbies because while I might be into certain things like lace making and like vintage shopping and sewing, you guys might be into something entirely different, like gardening. And there might be some really cool nuances, especially if you specialize in like something like roses or wildflowers or vegetables. If you really like cooking, all those kinds of things. So I want to hear what you guys like to do and don't be afraid to go into depth. Don't be afraid to leave multiple messages. Like if you want, like if you want me to share them, I am more than happy to. And I would also really like to discuss the larger themes, celebrations, and problems within the Lolita community. There are all kinds of things that happen. There's lots of drama. There's lots of, like, big, like, bigger problems that I'm, like, I'm not ready to get into myself because I'm not nearly educated enough on it. But I have definitely witnessed things like racism within the community and I want to make sure I am well-informed before I even try to speak on that matter. And then there's also really good things, you know, like International Lolita Day and like Paradiso a lot of people went to and just all kinds of events. So I think that would be really fun to just talk about those sorts of things. And recently the re-release of Honey Pancake, Pancake... Pancake Honey? I don't remember. I, it's not a print I'm lusting after. <laughs> so, and yes, I'm a sweet Lolita, but I prefer, like, the more... It, it verges between, like, sweet and, like, classic, because I, like, I want to be the granny who wears, the like, the sweet stuff. So, it, it, it borders in between. 
but it's definitely more on the sweet side. So it's a little too toothache for me, just a little too much. So watch, I'll become a gothic Lolita yet. <laughs> With all that said, this has been a very long introduction for me to just simply say, hello, I hope you really like Lolita fashion and you'd like to learn more about different ideas and things that lifestyle Lolitas do. And I hope you're happy to share the different things you do if you do incorporate that type of stuff into your daily life. Uh, yeah. Oh, um, if you want to tweet at, I don't really use Twitter, but I guess I'll like check DMs, not DMs, uh, ads and stuff on there now. Um, if you want to message me on Twitter or Instagram, I'm at thriftedlux on both of those medias. And you can also send me an email at grace at thriftedlux.com. Or you can just leave a recording based on however Anchor says you guys can. So yeah, I will see you guys next Monday. Bye-bye.